And with the workplace being a topic, okay. this is a perfect segue <laughs> um, to this topic. And that's workplace relationships. <laughs> and John, smiling, because he had something to say about that. Um, but I did want to know, how do you guys... And when I say relationships, I mean... You know, relationships with females, whether it's getting into an actual relationship, just a sexual relationship, um, or just talking or whatever, what have you. Mm -hmm. So, I did want to know, starting with Banks, who I think had an experience with that, Mm -hmm. what I remember. How do you feel about uh, workplace relationships? Okay. Um, This is an old example. Uh, This is like right out of high school. Um, that's awesome (laughs) Uh, but I would say uh, there was a young lady that came Um, she came from the Midwest completely new to the area Midwest (laughs) swing definitely new to the area and uh, she was attractive and we happened to take a liking to each other and but with me she wanted to make things a bit more a parent and it's like basically showcasing. Wait, wait, let's start back. So you guys work together. Right. I trained her. You trained you oh, oh okay. Um what type of job was this? You wanna give me a job name. What type of job was this? Um convenience store. Convenience store. Right. You working there how long? Like I was like a junior like three years, two, right, three years. On. We, we gotta paint the picture back. Right. That's why my story is so okay. good. All right, so you were there three years. She yeah. came in. How long was you? You trained her, right? Were you trained her? You already started liking her, or no? You didn't like her yet. Uh, okay. Um, the way it started was my manager brought her in. Um, there we go. I'm okay. covering covering the register or whatever, and he's like, "Listen, we got a new we got a new employee. Uh, I need you to train her." I was like, "Okay." And he's explaining like, "Oh, he opened the store. He knows what he's doing." Blah blah blah. She leaves. We're looking at each other. I'm looking at her. She had a nice little she had a nice little body or whatever. It was great. And then we're like flirting, like within a, within an hour, the ship like flirting, go back with each okay. other. And then I'm like, well, I'm, I'm I'm figuring you need somebody to show you around, you know, so same corny stuff. Like, right, oh, right, right. you're new, you're new in town. I'm around. I've been here for years. I can show you around. You know, maybe we can go to the mall or something. You know, young stuff. And she's like, okay, great. And I was like, okay. And she's like, well, let me get your number. And she's like, okay. And she like gives me her number, right. exchange numbers, or whatever. But the next day. I hit her up to go to the mall. She never hits me back. Ghosted. So she like ghosted me. So I'm thinking like, oh, this chick played me. Delete. I don't want nothing to do with <laughs> But. Bank's cutoff game is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> but. But. I had red flags. Oh, <laughs> but. What actually happened was she fell asleep. So she said. No, no. She really fell asleep. Okay. Because she made it up to me. She was like, listen, I want to take you out. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I, I just want to make up for what happened yesterday. I was like, okay. Really? Yeah, so she took me up. Like I said, this girl was different. Amen. And after that, uh, she took me She like she took me out. We had a great time. Um, then we started falling for each other. But we never, like, gave titles or anything like that. But we always had, like, a dope relationship to an extent. Like, we would go out. Um, we would talk on the phone here and there, text. You know, she would, like, get a piercing or something. She would show me. Like, she was... Like, anywhere. Yeah, yeah. She was She was wait, wait, definitely... Wait, wait. Why are you smashing at this point? Thank you. Are you... Uh, right. I mean, like, what, what are we doing here? I, I was trying to, you know, <laughs> yeah. get there. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did. I, I dabbled. 
a couple times. Before or after the tattoo photos? Uh, After. 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 So that was a foreshadowing. (laughs) (laughs) But um, with her, like when it came to work, she was just so spontaneous. It's like, we'll be in the back. And she's like, oh, let's do it here. And I'm like, at the time, at that time, you know, I I thought a little more. I was like, "Mm, I don't know if we should do that. And she was like a little more spontaneous than I was. And so disappointed right now, but go ahead. Yeah, wait, can, but can you repeat that again? just one more time? <laughs> I, I want to make sure I heard that. Just please, see who played this shit. So, there'll be moments where we work in the back and she would want to do it, and I'm like, nah, we can't do this. Where I work. <laughs> what that's the whole benefit of doing it that right. way, right? I'm so disappointed right now, right? But hey, hold on. wait, 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 wait right hold now. on. What are the logistics? Of your at that time that uh-huh. working environment, she didn't care. Apparently, what, what were the logistics of getting caught though? Because that doesn't mm-hmm. matter to John. So I'm just curious to see where his you know we, we, where we were. We would have got definitely got caught. It was like right in front of the door. So that was small one so place. That was the turn on for her. Okay, yeah, the element of surprise. I wasn't with that at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> but on the contrary, um, th- but I was really big on. Getting back to the point of like workplace relationships and stuff like that, even though we didn't have like official titles, I was really big on like, listen, if we're gonna do this, like, let's not make what we do present. Like, I don't want nobody to know what we're doing. Like, even if my manager, like, like I said, everybody was trying to get at her, and people were, like asked me, "Go, are you messing with her?" I'll pretend like, nah, she's all yours. Do you, do you? And I just have her be like, go along with it, and she would hate that because she wanted to showcase that. She was talking to me. I'm sorry. I have, I have another follow-up question. Okay. okay so, at, by this time, you had already smashed, right? Right. Right. So, there was a certain, let's say, comfort level uh-huh. with the uh, coitus, let's say, right? Yeah. So, I'm just saying, in terms of that window of logistics, uh-huh. what would be the, the maximum amount of time that you guys would have alone without interrupting? the store. That's the five minutes. What? Isn't that long enough? (laughs) That's what you have. Like it's like thirty seconds. (laughs) Listen, apparently this 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 a marathon man here. Five minutes not long enough for John. I was a a young man at that time. (laughs) But I feel like that would make you more. But the irony. But the irony to that was um, (laughs) us being young and us taking advantage of opportunities. Uh, the the funny part was where we almost got caught. We parked outside of the job, and we left the car on, right? And basically, not the car's not actually on, but the car's on just for music or whatever. And we do it or whatever. And then as she's trying to pull off, the battery dies. Oh no! So and we're at the work parking lot. Oh no! Because it was the perfect place Park, because... parking lot pimping. Basically, yeah, because nobody goes there. The poli- we're in a safe area, so the police are not patrolling. So it was it was great. So the element of surprise. But I, in my head, I already knew nobody was, was going to come here. So we had to go inside. So I had to pretend that I drove there. And I was like, hey, such and such car is, like, uh, broken down and she needs, like, a jump. So I go in there and talk to the manager. Meanwhile, horrible acting, by the way. But go ahead. 
Oh. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know, I just seen her at Joe Pat. I don't have no jumper cables. Like, can you help her out? I was like, yeah. He goes out. And the, the guy the guy who's one of the managers, he's like a cornball. Kind of come out like, oh, hey, coming out, blah, blah, blah. Trying to come at her like, oh, you looking. He's like, you, have you been working out? Oh, she was sweating. Yeah, she was sweating. Okay. And he comes out there and we're talking or whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah, I saw her. And, you know, her car's broken down. She just needs a little help. He's like, oh, okay. And then he was like, you just came here? I was like, yeah, yeah. So we're going back and forth. And then she was, like, laughing the whole time. Like, oh, should I tell him? I'm like, nah, don't do it. Don't do it. And long story short, I think when it comes to relationships in the workplace, at least for me, um, I don't necessarily agree with them all the time. Uh, but well, let's not make a long story short. Yeah. How did the relationship end? Like, what, 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 <laughs> what, 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 what happened with her? Oh, what happened to her? Uh, <laughs> she moved. Okay, so but while she was here, uh-huh. you never had an issue with her being a coworker that she was smashing. No, because with me, I I just pretended nothing was going on. Like even she would walk, like she would walk around. We'll be next to each other. I'll act like I had no interest in her. So, did you ever have a argument or issue with her outside of work? Yeah. And did you have to work with her after that? Like, why you were so mad at her? Yeah. And how did that affect your day at work? It didn't. I just ignored her. Okay. And it killed her. It killed her. And I remember there was a moment where she did something, and I didn't want to talk to her. And I was just like, all right, whatever. So, I pretended she was like nothing. You were her boss, technically. Yeah, basically. So you ghosted her. Yeah. In her face. And right. she was a subordinate. Yeah. So you were like, you're going to work extra hours tonight or something mm-hmm. like that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that, but uh, I just ignored her. Nah, no, listen. The boxes ain't empty themselves. <laughs> it made me mad. <laughs> no, I'm tired to work tonight. So all the inventory. <laughs> okay, Mike. I'm just saying. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm petty Pendergrass. You make oh! me mad. I'm getting all my mad. Hashtag. Oh, we definitely doing that. Now. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely doing that. Listen, I'm coming back with something. That. She been working all night. She was like, party tonight. You definitely won't be going. <laughs> um. So, uh, it's like Petty Pendergrass over here. So, uh. <laughs> why so petty, though? Why so petty? Yes. It's just how I grew up, man. You come at me, I'm coming at you two times stronger. So, it's just like. But is it that serious? Yes. I, you know what? I hate when people ask me that. Like, yes, is that serious? <laughs> if it's serious to me, is that serious? Yes. So, no, nah, I'm. I'm super duper duper petty. I'm not even going front. So it's just it's just who I am. Petty Pendergrass. Petty Pendergrass over here. Like, <laughs> definitely. So um Josh, you got any uh experiences or how do you feel in general about the workplace relationships, dating, sexual stuff, and all that good stuff? Sex in the parking lot, like banks over here, or what are you thinking? Well, as I update our social media account, Instagram. I have had one instance with work dating relationships, and it will be my last. So that means you don't agree with it. It was a bad experience. 
usually they are i didn't know this at the time it was like one of those things on the list that you just wanted to cross off you know cross off without actually thinking it through and seeing the ramifications of eating where you defecate or don't shit where you eat <laughs> um for people who don't know what he's talking about <laughs> facts thank you mike for translating yeah yeah that's that's, that's my job um <laughs> So, because this guy likes to play coy, right? He's, he's right. like 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 the coy Josh over here. He's oh, like, yeah, yeah. oh, he's always downplaying all his situations, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, so what type of let's like him? Tell me the name of the place. What type of job was this? Was it an office? Was it a warehouse sneaker store? What type of place was it? It was an office job. It was an office job. Did people at the office know you were dating? Yes and no. no. Okay, so everyone did not know. Um, well, yeah, not everyone, but not everyone. Maybe knew. like two or three people. Maybe did that cause issues with the people who knew? No. Okay, but did you have the issues that he had, where you had a fight or something outside the office, but to see her the next day? No. So what's your problem with this? Why is it your last? Because again, as we spoke about before on my podcast, Mike, I'm not really looking for long term. Well, you said, no, no, no. What you said was... You never do it again. Right. You tried it, and you never do it again. And because I didn't know what I know now. Right. So what's the point then? Like, so I'm trying to figure out, like, why you're so against it. Because I... Because it can be short-term. Right. But again, okay. I think as guys, we understand girls say they want Uh short-term until you, you know give her let's say thor's hammer and then it's a completely different conversation now she's actually treating you like a <laughs> Yo, like, like a supergirl it's a massive difference no this part i agree with i, I think um it's, it's very hard to find a woman who's really okay with short term i agree with that however what you said on your podcast was not looking for long term right now you didn't say forever or did i mistake what you said that's facts but if it's in the moment does that not apply to the moment <laughs> I rest my case, Rodder. Thank you. <laughs> what? No, you don't. It's a horrible defense. What are you talking about? How so? <laughs> okay. At some point, when you do want long term, would you still not date the person that you work with? Oh, so you're asking that question? Yeah. You didn't ask that question. I'm asking. This is why I got to press him, right? So, you didn't ask that question, though. Okay. Well, I'm asking it now. Full sentences, please. At some point, when mm-hmm. you do decide to be in a long term relationship, right? Are you for or against dating someone that you work with? I'm definitely okay with it if you're going to be at that place long term. If you know you're going to be at the actual job short term and you also have short term desires, that's to me, that's a recipe for disaster, especially where you work, especially where there's the HR department. And especially since we're living in the feminist date rape culture of me, too. So it doesn't it. To me, it doesn't make any sense to even flirt with that at all. Pun absolutely intended. Don't eat. Don't do not play with fire, especially now with there's gasoline on the ground. Or you're gonna end up like Harvey Dent. Pun absolutely intended. Right. <laughs> Harvey Dent or Harvey um, Weinstein. Weinstein. Both. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <Okay. laughs> Both Harveys. Okay. Um, but just to wrap you up, um, 
your experience that you had the one time, you didn't have any issues with her because you guys worked together. It only becomes a problem once the relationship ends, which is most likely going to, which is the whole reason why they say you shouldn't date. Okay. At work. So that I agree with that. Okay. But if, if you're going to be at the same job long term, let's say you work with Warren Buffett, right? Right. And where everyone works for, at the same job forever until they retire, that's a place you probably want to meet your spouse at. I think that would be very advantageous for both of you if you both okay. share that philosophy. Gotcha. But if we're both at a job that we're just passing through where there's high turnover and that's actually what I'm looking for in terms of dating, it right. just doesn't make any sense unless you can actually handle that. And girls always say that with the anticipation that you're not going to have Thor's hammer. And so once they get it, which girls love getting what they don't expect, and right. if it's going to be that, oh, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> They're going to be like, get over here. <laughs> um, all right. So my thoughts on the whole date workplace Dating relationships, yes. as always, when it comes to Mike. The Don Juan. It's story time with Mike. <laughs> Not story time with Mike. <laughs> I'll, let, I'll, let you, I'll, I'll let John tell the story today. However, I have dated several women in workplaces before. Um, a lot of uh, anecdotal experience. Yeah, I mean, definitely a few, I, I, I would say. Um, I, I mean, I'm trying to think of a job. I haven't dated somebody there. Like, it's just, I mean, I just... Uh, so you're not you're not giving us any stories. We have a plethora. You're being greedy, sir. Come on, you got one that you can share with the class today. Um. Well, uh. Well, okay. My thoughts on it is I'm, I'm I'm opposite of you. Actually, I'm I'm okay with it. Definitely, I do think it can eventually lead to problems. Possibly, but I think it's opposite though. I think if you're going to be there short term, it's more okay because if you started with her and it's going to be short term anyway, if you guys leave there, now you got an even higher chance of a relationship lasting longer. So, for a story time, um, when I worked, and this is when I was young too, um, around his age at the uh, convenience store, um, so I was very cool with the owners, right? They were like guys in like their um, young 30s and I was like 19 or 20 years old. And I was very cool with them. We were in the same fantasy league together and stuff like that. They took a liking to me. Um, so, and they knew that I was a guy who was always like um, talking to a lot of girls around the office and stuff like that. So, this was a place with high turnover anyway at the particular time. So, it got to a point where, you know, I didn't want to really, um, a lot of, t I tried to avoid talking to women in the office as much because there were so many women that worked there, but my bosses who I was cool with, they knew this. So they would let me know if they were about to let somebody go within the next week or two. Therefore, if I wanted to pursue them, I better hurry up. Hawkeye. Right. <laughs> so, which is, that's now I think about it. It's probably, that's horrible for them to be the owners of this place and let me know this. Like, yeah, I'm going to let her go in two weeks. So, if you want to holler at them, do it now. Right? But they would. So, um, I found that very comforting because I'd be like, okay, if I talk to her now, um, the whole workplace thing goes away because I already know she's getting the boot in like a week and a half because the owners have told me, right? Ahead of time. You know, she don't know. I guess we, we all were foul because now anybody can fire. I'm not telling you up front. <laughs> and they let me about the fire. So I guess I was a little fucked up back then or whatever. 
that that was one one part of it. Uh, a story, I would say, I worked at this one job and we were training together, me and this girl. She was actually engaged at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was actually dating someone too. And we took a liking to each other. And it was in an office setting um, as well. And we started flirting. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, we were like, um, you know, talking a lot here and there. And she was telling me more about her life and her flirtatious styles. Um, and she would do things like make faces or, or have sexual innuendos in the lunch or break room with me. But we're not actually dating or talking yet because, again, she's engaged. I'm dating someone. So you're Jim and Pam? <laughs> For a little bit. So, but then it got a little crazier. So then we kept talking about sex so much. Then one day, like, she, like, came to work. And she had this skirt on. She came to my desk. And she was like, and I don't know. I guess that day she was like, yeah, I'm going for it. So then she, like, would, like, put your hand up there or whatever like that. So. Oh, my God. Facts. All true story. So I put my hand up her skirt. And okay. she had, and she had like, this, like, um. And you were like, damn, you flirt. Huh? You were like, damn, you flirt. Big facts. So I was like, you know, she had, like, this thong on or whatever like that. So I'm all grabbing her ass, stuff like that while I'm at work or whatnot. Fifty so, shades. Eventually, you know, it started getting like real hot and heavy. Some of those happening all the time. Right. So then one day, um, we um kind of met in the car on our break or something like that. I went to this other part of the uh parking lot mm-hmm. and uh we did some things in the car. Mm-hmm. Um which was cool. Uh, but again, I can't get her, she can't get to make it. She got a boy. She, I, I got I'm dating someone, she has a fiance at right. the house and whatnot. And remember, I told y'all, I'm the king of the whole <laughs> Academy Award winning, like, second person, boyfriend number two and all that stuff or whatever like that. So, I was cool with all that. So Engaged. Right. So, you didn't have an issue with that at all? At the time, but look at you talking to I had no problem whatsoever with that. That's so, fair. We worked on Saturday. Saturday office was kind of... kind of um, Empty? Empty, anyway. So very advantageous. Advantageous. So I made this whole plan. I, I scouted this out for like weeks and weeks and weeks. So I said, where's the most seclusive place in this whole building? See, I wish Brother Jai was hanging out with you for <laughs> those moments. That's, that, those are the thoughts you need, my yes, brother. Exactly. Like, oh, man. Exactly. So I found the most uh, seclusive bathroom in the entire building. And because it was Saturday, it was very empty anyway. Right? So I made the plan. She was for it. We go to the bathroom. I smash and whatnot. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Right? But it's Saturday on like a break or something like that, which was already crazy. So, um, so, uh, so that happened. Here's what happened though. As we're coming out the bathroom. Okay. A lady's walking up randomly as hell. Right? Mm-hmm. But she sees us both leave the ladies' bathroom oh, together. Oh, Miguel. Come on now. It wasn't my fault. She <laughs> mean. So. You didn't think about this at all. I don't know who the other lady was. Never seen it before in my so life. So if it's a ladies' bathroom, you have to have her go out when, first. Was this, a, this is at work? Yeah. Why didn't you have her go out first? The whole story was at work. Yes. Huh? Why didn't you have her go out first? I don't know. I, I, I was young. I was just... Were you trying to be a gentleman and be like... Oh, no! I was just young and I think it's right or whatever like that. I don't know. I was thinking about my other head, apparently. Because, again, but you could still see the logistics. You were thinking about... You were thinking with your big head first. 
That's yeah. how I'm like, what happened? I don't know. So anyway, she 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 wound up catching us and telling them we both lost our jobs. Long oh, story short, are you serious? Yeah, like a month or so later, they brought us an office about it or whatever, oh. like on some old interrogation type stuff or whatever. It was crazy, but I, mean, I played it off kind of like I was just sick. She was taking care of me, whatever this and that, but whatever that that didn't matter. Point is that. I was definitely smashing a chick at work who, who was engaged or <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> what they care about. Um, other times, he's talking about a convenience store. I, you know, um, had uh, women um, who I work with. Uh, no, that's, that's a different story. Never mind. Um, but <laughs> now you got me thinking about women I smashed in my job. That happened several times to me. You got me all over the place. <laughs> but, but then I worked with. Um, again, I don't have a problem with it, but I would much rather if I knew they weren't going to be there long term or, or leaving at some point, therefore it can kind of work out better. So that's that with the workplace, um, situation. True. Um, Josh is like anxious right now with a slim thug part because his thoughts about this whole thing, uh, which I guess we can get to that because even though I got more, we, we just kept around. So... This has been the most polarizing topic over the last few weeks, and it's led to a lot of conversation within our chats, um, at, at our barbershop, uh, everywhere. So, um, Slim Thug had this post, rapper Slim Thug had this post talking about um, women being the reason why men cheat, right? And he was talking about um, and he went on, though, to talk about how they dress, how they look, how they got the fake titties, fake ass. They out here showing all this stuff to us. <laughs> what do they expect us to do? What's his exact You friend? sound like Slim Thug saying it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what you know about Mike? <laughs> um, and he, but he was talking about, it's not like, you know, cheating aspects. So talking about just the looking, hollering at him, pulling over, um giving them attention, all that good stuff. That led to a, a conversation between me, John, and Josh to where, you know, they're on one side, I'm kind of on another. There's some in between. So we're going to get into that right now. So I think we all agree that, well, I don't know. Do we all agree? Is that the reason why guys are promiscuous? Because of the way women dress. Right. Uh, Other women I'm dress. I guess I'll start. Um, Actually having a conversation with Jazz and uh, him coming at me. (laughs) I actually actually thought about it. Right. Um, If if you want to cheat, what a woman woman wears is not really going to dictate whether or not you're going to cheat. Like if you, a girl could be, a woman could wear sweats and look jacked up, but... (laughs) At the end of the day, if she's throwing at you or whatever, you're going to go. You're going to attack regardless. Yeah. And But what I will say, when um, women choose to dress a certain way, I do believe it does cause uh, reactions. Mm-hmm. And I do believe um, it gives off the wrong impression. Mm-hmm. And um, I think when you do that. Wait, 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 wait. What impression is that it gives off? I think it gives. 
I guess the saying that I get the say the saying that the simplest way I just I believe I believe it gives off of the the impression where you have a lack of respect for yourself. Okay, all right, and um, or the type of girl who would do something like that at work. Right, right, because there's 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 some women at work that would dress like that and thinking they're. I know some teachers right now who you wouldn't believe are teachers. Right. You got that one online, right? The one she's like the, te- the Houston from Houston. Yeah. Or Atlanta, Atlanta. I think she's from. Yeah. yeah. She got fired. I think the one shit. of them got fired because of the because well, it was not. She wears tight fitting clothing, but her body it's covered. Covered, right. right? Her like what she wears is, and she can't help it because of her shape. Her shape. Because like there's like there's a few different ones. There's one teacher where she. Shows purposely a right. shows a lot. She stills working. She's a professor. <laughs> I can't remember because I, I I don't know if yeah, I, I, show, if I show, but yeah. you know what I'm talking yeah, about, yeah, right? Yeah. She one, purposely right? does it. it both does, um, well, her body's. I think her she had her body's enhanced. Yeah, that one had augmentation. The professor, right? Yeah. The oh. professor, the college professor. Okay, well, and that, she plays yeah. off of uh, she plays off this idea where she's like really seductive and like she's the teacher that you want and all that. But the other teacher was like she was like a third grade yeah, or elementary school elementary teacher. school teacher and she just wore she didn't i don't think the clothes she wore was provocative but just because of her body type her natural body type. her natural body type that, that's important it is because we're um, gonna do an episode about that in the future exactly um with her body type and the clothes that she wore she caused a lot of te- a lot of attention but shouldn't it be from adults only so you gotta talk to the adults <laughs> true I mean, so moving from back to Slim Thug, um, right? So, Slim Thugger, boss. Right. So, so and, 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 well, we're getting back to the point, right? The dressing. I yes. don't, I don't necessarily, I don't think that by what a woman chooses to wear is going to cause you to cheat. What I do think is when by what a woman chooses to wear, just don't be surprised by the reactions you get or attention or attention that you get because. A lot of women, a lot of people could say, well, you can wear whatever you want. Like, it's my choice. It's my body. Okay, I get it. But in all seriousness, if you wear certain outfits, what do you expect from either sex? What do you expect the reaction you're going to get as opposed to somebody who chooses to dress a different way in comparison to somebody who's showing off more? Right? And... Let's say, I don't know, let's say, let's use an example. Like, let's say you may just whatever because you're going in a grocery store, right? And let's say you get invited to the White House. Would you wear this particular outfit there when you know you're going to be broadcasted on TV and, and basically positioned to be humili- humiliated to an extent of what you chose to wear at this particular public outing? Would you feel so confident to do that? Would you be able to handle the ridicule? Would I wear the same thing I'm wearing at both places, the grocery store, the White House? No, not me personally, no. But... I'm going off of the idea of like where I can I I can wear whatever I want, right? I can I have the choice to wear what I want, right? Yeah. So would you wear that in a public place where you can get the ridicule of dressing that particular way? Well, the choice never changes. The choice is always there, right? Right. It's the it's the um the outcome of the choice mm-hmm. that. That changes. So if you're going to advocate for that choice of wanting to wear and dress that way, why not wear it there? Because I don't want the I don't want the I don't want the 
outcome or backlash that I know will come. But it doesn't matter. Right? However, I can still wear what I want. See, the right. choice again. You can never still wear changes. what you want, but right. why not? Why because it, it shouldn't matter what 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 other what other people say, right? Well, I don't think what other people say is necessarily uh-huh. the, the reason why I'm wearing what I want in the first place. But does it? But if it's not, <laughs> but that doesn't matter, right? Right. Why not wear it there? Because if you I have don't a choice want to, wear, to again, the choice doesn't oh, change. Now you don't want to, right? The but choice never changes. But if you're going, but if you're walking down the street, you're going to the store or whatever, and you choose to wear this just because you want to, right? But if you're in a public, a public area, right, where you could be ridiculed for it, right? Why not do it there too? Because the ridicule can come. I don't want to hear ridicule, but I made a choice. The choice was I did not want to hear ridicule. Okay. Right? So, again, <laughs> it's more about what I'm getting back, but not what I'm actually doing. Right? Mm-hmm. So, the, you can never take away the choice. Right. Right? I can always wear what I want. True. People might look at me a certain way in a certain place because I'm wearing it. Mm-hmm. And I have a choice to take the ridicule that comes with it or not. So, to your point, I think that when they wear these Outfits or certain things in certain places, mm-hmm. they should do it with the full knowledge of what's coming back to them. Right. However, the choice still shouldn't be taken away. Because mm-hmm. I have a choice to go or not. Right. This is what I really want. Because <laughs> Justin wrote me four page letters about F- this essays. whole <laughs> dissertation. Right. <laughs> about this whole topic. Of women and dressing and knowing what they're doing and looking for attention. And I want to give away his stuff. So, Josh, how do you feel about women and dresses? It's going to be a while. Go ahead. So, women and dresses certain ways. And and what are your thoughts on this? Need to go ahead. Well, as you know, I'm a firm believer in the concept of personal responsibility. Right? Right. And since we're... On a new year radio, which is a podcast generated simply from the existence of barbershops and salons, and we know how much conscious attention that women pay to their presentation. Right. So they're acutely aware of exactly what they're doing simply because their social IQ is it completely dwarfs men's, especially inherently. They just naturally have that. If for men, you don't really learn about that until, like, what, after the age of 25, really? And women have grown up with this knowledge. Right. So they're incredibly aware. I would even have to say by the time that they're 18, they know exactly what they wear affects people around them. They already know that. Because kids experiment with that, what? Like they go through their what their emo phase and their goth phase. Right. So you're seeing what you're doing, your first impression or how you pre- how you present yourself, it actually has you know, real time effects in your world. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, I'm just going to go to a passage from a young lady who is a med student, and okay. I and I simply asked her. How do you feel about the topic of girls who address, who dress in a provocative way, getting upset for receiving sexual attention, which is what some thugger was talking about as well? Mm-hmm. Is it their personal responsibility? And this was her response. 
I think that those girls are unreasonable. We are sexual beings. If you showcase your body, it should be expected that guys are going to look. Some may even comment. I feel like that's in their nature. However, what I don't condone is a guy physically touching a female without her consent. That's, that's the part that's out of line. Mm -hmm. I know when I dress a certain way, I'll receive a certain type of attention from guys. I'm going to read that line again. I know with complete certainty as someone who is capable of graduating from med school because she's because she's uh you know she's uh crushing it right now probably going to be on the dean's list if not even higher I know when I dress a certain way I'll receive a certain type of attention from guys if I'm not interested which most of the time I'm not I'll just ignore it and that's really you know describes what girls really do um so there's a lot you said there and i want to keep 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 talking about it um so and i gotta ask you a question i need to come back here but you said that your, your whole thing is about personal responsibility of course right so you said that they know what they're doing when they dress in this particular manner. Right. So your thoughts are they're doing this to get this sexual attention, but then get mad when they receive it. I mean, that is what some thugs said, right? Right. But why necessarily are they doing it to get sexual attention? Why don't they just think, I look good in this outfit and I want to wear it? That's perfectly fine, but again, if you are as intelligent as you say, which most girls will say, right? you're exactly aware, you have that self-awareness of what's going to happen right. if you wear those clothing. And that's your choice. The same way that some parents at a certain age, some fathers, some mothers would be like, oh, you're not wearing that amount of makeup, not at this age, because you're not ready mentally, emotionally, or physically able to handle that attention that dressing like that specifically attracts. That's the essence of personal responsibility of an adult. So if you're over the age of 18 and you're still getting upset by that notion, you're not self-aware. You're clearly not as emotionally mature as you think. And obviously you're not as conscious as you portray on IG. I think um, the attention is, I guess, the fine line, right? So we have, we have eyes. We say things that's attractive, we're going to look, right? But it's like, what's the next level of that? Are we automatically going to try to talk to him? Like she said, if a guy, like, tries to touch a girl, you know, like, where's the line that's where, like, she knew what she was doing, so she didn't take personal responsibility? Or, or, is, or, or, or you're like, okay, he's an adult. He needs to have self-control in a situation. Exactly. That's a wonderful question, Mike. And that was my follow-up statement to her because I agreed with her completely because the physical aspect as well. And what girls really don't know, and you guys might be able to attest to this as well, guys are also portrayed as eye candy, right? As yeah. things that, you know, I, I'll, I'll be very candid and admit that a lot of the times when I go out, whether I had a girlfriend with me or I was single, girls will come up and squeeze my ass. Okay. Right? Now, if it would happen the other way, what would happen? Especially now. 
in both uh, Jeffrey's cases, right? <laughs> Captain America over here, world's greatest ass, I guess, apparently. <laughs> apparently, you're apparently. right. <laughs> but but uh, America's ass, actually. So. <laughs> um, so, so, again, it's just that double standard, right, which the young lady alluded to after, you know, afterwards when mm-hmm. we said that. But at the end of the day, it is complete double standard and girls aren't able to address that in a logical manner when talking about this topic unfortunately yeah I think because of the line of how far we go with it like I think when Slim Thug says what do they expect it makes it seem like we're too animalistic to be able to see something that looks good and not reach out and touch it. But here's the thing. This is the essence of personal responsibility. If you already know, if it already is confirmed and established as factual reality, that dressing this way and having this amount of makeup or whatever cosmetic effects you want to add, right, in this specific way is going to garner that attention, you can't be upset by that attention. That's like going out on the beach without sunblock. You knew the sun was going to be there, but you decided not to put on sunblock. So the first part of it, John disagreed, right? But do you about the cheating aspect of it? Like, well, see, this is where you and I agree is that, okay, that's never going to be an excuse for cheating. Okay. But however, if you, again, if you know, if you know this man is committed in a committed relationship, yet you wear this type of clothing that and type of uh, appearance that brings out this animalistic urges in him again that's another conscious decision now it's also the man's conscious decision not to do it he has to be strong enough to stop those stop those desires right Right. but at the same time who's consciously trying to conjure these desires in that man personal responsibility see but then you, you lose me when you say consciously it's, I not, think it's, it's not. More, it's not conscious. No, I think it's more subconsciously. I don't think they. Let me let me finish. Right. I don't think they consciously means they get dressed this way because, you know, like you said, the conjure of the desires in a particular man or any man in particular. I don't think they get dressed with that thought process. Let me finish. I think they get dressed, and not all women, right? Nothing's ever all, as I always say. Thousand percent. But, but I think, right, most, and I'll say most, women get dressed thinking, I look good in this outfit. This is what I want to wear today. Not necessarily want to conjure up a man's thoughts, necessarily want to uh, make, change a man's desire. They can be going to a freaking um, women's convention and might wear the exact same outfit. Like, they're not necessarily looking to, and, and, and I, let, let me, a straight women's convention, right? We're not going to worry about that. Well, here, here's the thing. This is very interesting coming from you, sir, considering your anecdotal example illustrated exactly what I'm talking about. But that was her her, her motive, though. She, had, she didn't have an actual motive. Well, isn't that what I'm saying? But you're saying that most women do. I don't I don't agree with that. And, even, and especially the women who you're saying knows the guy has a wife or girlfriend. I don't necessarily think she consciously dressed this way to inspire those thoughts. Subconsciously, I can give you. Maybe in a guy that who's committed, not all girls are like that. But I'm saying across the board, this is the majority we're talking about, that girls are dressing specifically to get attention from guys. I don't agree with that. Here's the thing. What? I'll be... Thank thank you. 
John, and I'll be completely right, honest. I gotta show you some pages. I'll, I'll be put stories. Of thank you. Said, I'm going to do this just because. You telling me there's girls? There's girls that I'm not telling every every girl, but not at all. You telling me there's girls out there that don't purposely put no, nothing's all. Okay, okay, John. Oh, excuse me, Mike. I'll be completely honest. One of my mentors, who is openly gay and a civil union, and he even knows that women adore compliments. He can smoke, he can blow smoke out up any girl's ass, and he knows this for a fact as a gay man that girls will do that just for attention. Even he knows, for crying out loud. I'm a straight man, everyone, and I know that women adore compliments as well. We all know this. Right? Wait. They adore- so you're saying they won't consciously wear certain things to receive those compliments? Because we know people who love to fish for compliments. No. See? And here's where we're about to go to another level. Interesting. This, right? Okay. So I think women get dressed, right? Because, and when they get dressed, because they think they look good in a certain outfit. I do think that they love to receive compliments, but compliments as a whole, whether it's from the male sex or the female sex. And I'm talking about it. I'm just talking about a straight woman right now. Right? So if, if a woman walks up to her and say the same, it says, girl, you wearing that outfit. Either she says, yo, your ass look great in those jeans, which also could be lip service. It could be right. Which most but, likely is like in that Friday scene. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll call you later. Yeah, right. I, I probably won't. Right. Which Girls are service. very superficial on this level. I agree. But the compliments still happen, right? Whether it was somebody who was trying to holler at them, uh, a man or woman. So they, so, so, they, so they achieved their goal. No, that's not the goal. You want an authentic compliment. You want someone to not be able to control themselves and be like, damn, look at you. That's what girls are begging for. I don't, again, I don't agree still. Like, I, I think that. So who are you talking to that makes you feel otherwise? Because you seem very certain. I'm very certain. So yes. I've, I've heard it from the horse's mouth as of you. So yes. that, that's why I'm asking you. Um, I've also talked to several women about this. And, you know, throughout the years, I've talked to women about this. And I even noticed, I, I even had a, a thought process. I think women get dressed for women. Honestly. I think the fact that, okay, not all, once again, but a lot. No, I agree, because a lot of girls will admit that they go to the gym in certain provocative clothing to not only get attention from guys, but girls know that the girl who gets all the attention from guys is going to get the attention of the girls as well, which is not only proving your point, but adding to mine, so thank you. (laughs) But you added an extra layer that I didn't add, bro. So I think women get dressed for women, for the most part. I think they get dressed and they put on whatever they whatever they put on. But here's and women. The, hold on, and yeah. a woman's going to compliment them most of the time a lot more than we are a, a lot of times. Right. I don't think the majority of women get dressed looking to fish for a compliment from a guy or looking for a guy to be you know after them. Now the result you're correct about. The result will be that, and they should uh, cognitively. Know that this will be the result. No, they do know this will be the result. So my question to you is, if she does know this is going to be the result, then why do it? Because, again, they think they look good in a certain outfit. They, if they look good in a certain outfit, they look good in many outfits. 
none of which has to bear that much skin if she's in a committed relationship or if you're spending a lot of time the same way that Pam did with Jim consciously, right? It's a conscious decision. Nothing's by accident with ladies. They're much too clever for that. But the, but the certain one that might show a little skin is the one that's most flattering for them, even though they look good in other outfits. So now we have to go to your defense, and that's really the minority. And I'm talking about the majority. I'm talking about most. What you're describing is literally the minority. I think every woman knows what, what she looks the best in. Right, but you're saying for the girls who are dressing in that way just because they, oh, like, the outfit's great. But, like, not doing it consciously knowing that they'll get that attention? Right. I think that they... I, I don't think... I just don't... Like, I mean, I, I'm making... I'm, I'm trying to... I'm simplify it. I just don't think they get dressed and their thought process is all the things behind me today. Like, I'm having all these... Uh, listen, I'm, I'm pulling four or five numbers a day. I think they really just get dressed to get dressed. Well, here's the thing. Adding on to your point, it, it can be the same thing as with girls. Oh, these girls are going to hate what I wear today. They're going to be hating on me by the time I leave. It's the, it's the same emotion that's driving the same things. So men only do this and women don't? No! Because <laughs> we know men certainly do this. The whole point of getting fresh and going to the gym, going to the barber. It's for girls! Oh, my, Mike, come on, bro. You letting them off the hook big time. <laughs> I, I I think that Rihanna. Hold on, let me let me go back. Rihanna's a star. So oh, here we go. How many times? <laughs> oh my god! Yo, you you John is doing what Jazz is about to do right now. Once he hear this, he's gonna be like, oh man. All right, Rihanna's so, a star. <laughs> so you said that. So you said that we do it for girls, and okay. of course we do for the most part, right? Okay. But especially when we're going to a certain place, right? But not every aspect of us either. When we go out and get a certain pair of sneakers, right? right. The girls know who the fuck they are, but if the dude don't be like, "Yo, them number six is hot," blah blah blah, and, and we and we and consciously and guess, know this. And guess who observes that? Women. Thank you. To your to your point, Josh, we consciously know when we go to a certain place. It's going to be some dudes there who are going to compliment the sneakers you have on, Mm -hmm. know what they are, know they were hard to get, and you're going to take that compliment. You don't think a woman's going to do that? No, she don't know what the fuck they are or whatever. I don't even know what numbers these are. That's that's sexist because in New York, in New York, I'm in a city, there's a lot of women who know what sneakers are, who know what type of, what brands they are. There's, There's advocates for Nike that are women. That have dope sneakers that know what type of sneakers they are and that are impressed by the condition and Nothing's how you put all. it together. What's your name? One city, bro. <laughs> like, it could be London. It could be Philly. It could be Philly. It could be London. It could be North it's Jersey. Cer- it's certainly Paris. Paris? Because this team is actually sponsored by Jordan and Nike. So they have the Jordan logo on their jersey. The average woman don't know all the sneakers that's coming out. I'm telling you this right so, now. But the thing and, is, when men, and when men do it, we don't look for that and say, yo, them number... Uh, Harlem? Huh? Harlem? You name it. Okay, okay. New York. Let's, let's, talk, let's talk specific demographics. Trends. For, let's say, for the podcast that this would apply to for people. Yeah. Demographic, which is a urban African descent barbershop. And or salon. Okay. They would know exactly what we're talking about. Okay. So next time you go into the barbershop with whatever sneakers you got on, I want you to walk to the back and ask Ebony, what are these? And I want you to let me know her response. 
And I want her to give me exact sneaker and, and all the details about the sneaker. Like a dude would know. Well, that's not the details. I mean, that's not the point is the details. The point is the fact that they actually see that it's of value. They recognize the value of the shoe, which is the point of getting it because it has value. It has they might social know value. Brand, but it's they social know. currency, Mike, 101. Like, you see that. If it looks fresh, she doesn't have to know what it is, like you said. But it's the fact that it looks fresh. That's the point that we're talking about. Again, some girls don't even know I get my hair cut sometimes. But they understand that it's... It's part of grooming, right? It's it's just that action. That's what girls love. That's what girls beg their boyfriends to do, right? It's I agree better. with that. You would do, by the way. But I definitely agree with that, the haircut aspect. But I don't, I, again, I think certain things that we do, and it's crazy to say, but it's not necessarily for the female's attention and reaction all the time. But this is why I was due, because I just don't care. Right. And I, I don't need it. Right. <laughs> So the, you know what I mean? Right. So when I go, I go because I'm about to do something. You right. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So every, you could ask Jazz Zoe, every time I'm sitting in the chair, all right, Josh, where are you going? Right. Because he knows. I, I know. I'm, I'm messing with you, though. Yeah. But back to the original source of it. Um, again, I'm not going to make them have, quote, unquote, hoish ways, John, because <laughs> they're dressing certain ways because I don't know if they're all looking for that attention when they dress that way. I don't know, Brother Mike. You sound incredibly naive right now. Okay. Very, very naive. Especially, I just don't especially when you know I better. said all. I didn't say... I just don't understand how you could honestly sit here and... Okay. And adding on to the Angela E point, I don't even watch that much Breakfast Club. Right, right. Alright, but from how she carries herself on the Breakfast Club from the minimal times that I've seen it, she doesn't portray herself at all. So I was shocked when I actually heard lip service, right? Yeah. You listen to it? Uh, like a couple minutes, okay, right? Okay. So the things that she's talking about and the candor in which she's doing it, right now in the media, the only people in the media who are doing that are adult film stars. Wow. Who candidly do that. Okay. Openly. Right. On the media. Right. So again, if you're unaware that girls who are, let's say, attractive and notor- in terms of notoriety are talking about things like that, probably... a an adult film star. But isn't it like um, having a day job and a night job? Freaking Bruce Wayne and Batman, right? It's like, during the day, I'm freaking um, Breakfast Club, but at night, I'm lip service. But it's not even the same thing. She would be Tony Stark because everyone knows that she's Iron Man. But the point is that she has a second, <laughs> exactly. she has a, she has a second job, is what I'm saying. So that, That's perfectly fine. So it is Tony Stark. Right, which is fine. You're right. He's, he's a billionaire. But you make, uh, it, you, make, you make it seem like she going to the masquerade ball, which she's not. <laughs> Every It's called the Angelie lip service. My point is that even if you want to call her Tony Stark, who we know, right? At the day, he ain't walking around the the office and his, and his um, meetings in the Iron Man suit. Well, he kind of did do that when he threw that party in Iron Man 2. You remember that? That wasn't the office, though. So my, my, my point is valid, okay? He, so, what do you so, mean? His home, his, his home is his office. That's his, where his, his workshop is. There's Stark Industries that he wasn't in the suit. So my point... Have you ever seen him in the office building? I've never had. Yes, I've never seen it. I have, yes. Iron Man 3, he was in the office building. But oh, okay. <laughs> it is. A- after my example, how convenient. <laughs> Go back and watch, bro. Anyway point is that, and you can agree, I don't know if you agree or not with this, but with her breakfast club and lip service, a person can't have a daytime personality, a nighttime personality, like, that doesn't mean they are either one of those. It just means these are my work personalities. 
So I was thinking of looking at like, okay, she got this show, mm-hmm. so why she acting like she'll be talking about this shit when she is? It's just her nighttime job. I'm just letting you know you're absolving her of her personal responsibility. <laughs> I said she was wrong about the Charlemagne co-worker thing. However, I'm not going to say because you talk about this on a separate job than your regular job, then that you're a hoe. Or whatever. I know women personally right I, now. Right. right, but the thing was not that Angelie is a hoe, that, but she still is about that life. I know women personally, right, who have daytime jobs. Mm-hmm. And at nighttime, they, they're they like uh, girl six operators, right? Guys call them. They talk about their fantasies or whatever, and they make extra money for it. Right. If you walked in on them motherfuckers and you were just like, you know what the you know what I mean? You might be like, what's going on? It might blow your mind. Mm-hmm. But again, if in the daytime you approached her and she like, yeah, I ain't really about that. You can't be like, I heard some mother shit last night. And you said, other job. <laughs> Doesn't mean she actually really about that life. That isn't public. Thank you. Number one, do you have to pay for that? Well, it's for you at that point because you heard it. You heard it. But you don't know that's her though. She's not, that's not her real name. No, no, no. I'm saying if you walked in her house. Uh-huh. Right? And I heard it. Yeah. And I guarantee she'd be defensive if that's the case. That's a fact. Right. That's <laughs> what no, no, I'm no, saying. No, no, no. My point is that yeah. the next morning yeah. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, after, after those cheeks are smashed? <laughs> the next morning. No, I'm, I'm asking. Is that part of the no, scenario? No, no, no. The scenario is you walked in on her having this conversation. And you, you noticed that she told you that she had this little job. You didn't know anything about this before. All right. Right. So now you're hearing the side of her you never heard because you only seen her at the workplace before. Let's say you saw, you know, whatever, daytime Fair, and right. whatnot. So now you done heard this and you, let's say you, you walked in on it and you and you stood there for a few minutes before you announced yourself. And you done heard, yeah, I like this, I like this, that, and the third. Your eyes raised. You're like, oh, snap, what up? So now the next day or days later, it's not fair for you to say, you know, so, so, you, so, you, so, you, so you down for that? Like, when can we do that or like that? And then get mad if she'd be like, no, like, I'm totally against that. And you can't come back with like, I heard you talk about this shit last night. No, it's just her nighttime job is my point. You got to right. separate. So, but again. I, yeah, I understand that completely. Right. But at the same time, Angela Yee consciously created this podcast. Right. And the girl constantly was doing her job and which, knowing you were coming over. She has a different name. It's a massive difference. Girls are social creatures, so you have to apply the same social parameters because they're going to respond differently in different parameters. I think the scenario I created creates an equal parallel. So Right, but you're still talking about the minority. The minor- Yeah, as, as overall, but my point is that you can't take a person what they do. I guess the overall arching, overarching point is that mm-hmm. you can't take a person... From what they do in different lights at different times, whether it's perfect, or, uh, uh, public or not, and and use that to say, well, I heard you like this one time or okay, that, times. that's fair. But I'm just gonna be, I'm just gonna ask for anecdotal mic here. Okay. So in your own anecdotal experience, <laughs> right. when you consciously participated in a podcast, did you participate in a podcast that you were passionate about? Yes. Now at Angela, Lee, Angela Yee's level and at level of resources as well, do you think she would have the freedom and thus luxury to make that same decision? Of course. So with all her infinite wisdom, she consciously decided to make 
a podcast talking about very, well, one would argue as salacious things, <laughs> right? And then not actually mean those salacious things. Why would you ever even approach the topic if that's not how you really work? Because what you always talk about, Josh, the pro- profitability from it. Mm-hmm. It's a, those topics, you know. So she's fake. Maybe. Or she's smart and clever and actually is talking about those profitable things that she's actually passionate about. Which that's is also, also what I, the main thing that I talk about. Right. And that's also a maybe. But we don't know. That's a probably. <laughs> which is what Gucci was saying. <laughs> but she doesn't own up to it, though. I agree. With, I agree with you on that. So she's but that's what Gucci man was saying. So she's, no, she's he already, wasn't saying that. He was saying you were definitely flirting with me. Okay. So she's right now. She's doing a penny fleck right now because she's she's being delusional. If she doesn't think that acting in this way, talking about this subject with people from our community, isn't going to lead to instances like that, especially in the media where where you say you're governed by the FCC, you know exactly what you say has direct and immediate consequences. So she knows. She's very she's a very savvy businesswoman. And I feel like you I feel like you're taking away taking that away from her by saying that she, you know I'm not absolving, but I'm I can't come up with a another thing with Angela Lee, she's been in the business for a long time. Yes, um, she's been a, she's been around a lot of gossip. She's seen the ins and outs of the industry, the good and the dark. And I personally think she should have handled that whole situation much more, much better, in regards to what she does during, as you would say, her daytime and her nighttime. And she's not really portraying herself in regards to those two different personalities that she definitely exudes even she shows elements of it during her uh her day job quote unquote as you would say during certain interviews when she speaks to certain people but right there's a trend when she does give these conversations or these interviews and when somebody comes at her she gets in this defense mode where like oh i'm not like that and then it's like why are you doing this and portraying this image and then when somebody comes at you or says something in left field you get all defensive and try to and try to downplay it Facts. I mean, it's really obvious. And again, I don't watch the show that much, but that was so obvious. It's like one on one, Mike. All right. So, Angel, I'm about to put Angela E to bed for a second. But again, I answered your question. I uh-huh. again because of the t- and this was way back when we answered this. Right. Because of the type of show that it is, mm-hmm. a, a guest who goes on there may not even though they, even though they know consciously what type of show it is before they go on there, right. Josh. But it's still sometimes hard for people to open up in certain ways. Uh-huh. So that being her job and her podcast, okay. I can see her and the other girls on there um, using these sexual innuendos just to kind of, quote unquote, open you up to be able to get you to talk more during her show so it can be entertaining. Doesn't, again, necessarily mean that's who she is. That's fair. Or she knows that. Yeah, it, it, right. It could be either or. people. For that vibe. He's right. It can be either or. I, again, what I was saying before, I can't just so, pick one way. I understand what you're saying, but that would also mean you're saying, which we never actually discussed, that you would be calling Gucci Man a liar. No, because it's all uh, subjective, right? So you think could... Gucci Man's a liar? No. 
Again, it's all subjective. Well, again, if you're right in this situation, Gucci Man is a liar. He okay. What he said was <laughs> that. That's all I'm. No, saying. I don't if agree. You, if you're correct, Gucci Man is a liar. There's, you he can't go on air and say that with again with the red light flashing. And right. Be like, oh, I, I take it back now. He said that she was flirting with me, right? Mm-hmm. And she wanted this dick. That's what she said, right? She wanted me to hit it, whatever like that. I think again, it's subjective. Flirting in general is subjective. You know how many times I didn't got in trouble with women? Like, you flirting with shorty, that's some freaking telling her her nails look nice or her haircut looks good or I'm smiling at her. I'm not flirting with her. That's her nails fair. do look fucking nice. Like, it's not, it's like, it's not I'm flirting with her. And that's all facts. But my question to you, since this is going to be a series on this podcast, does Gucci Man fall under the however umbrella? And wait, I need you to break that down. In what way? Well, can you repeat the biggie line, please? Oh, oh, you mean him at Gucci Man in general, you're saying? Okay, so the biggie line and the however, however effect, two-part podcast, we're going to get to at some point, but a lot of topics in these last two weeks, we're going to hold off on that. If, uh, you know, Angelique gets out the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... The Biggie line from the song, uh, One More Chance, was uh, <coughs> heartthrob never, black and ugly as ever. However, I stayed Gucci down to the socks, and he kept going on with it. Or Gucci down to the or socks. Or Gucci down to the socks. Um, so the however is that, you know, there's always a however um, in place. So Josh's question is, does Gucci fall into the however category? I think I think I, I haven't had, actually had a chance to you know do the podcast yet, but I think we all fall into the however category. I think we all have howevers. That's fair, but how strong is Gucci's however now that he what do you call it post fit? Yeah, post fit Gucci. Um, I, I would say it's probably a lot stronger now. Yeah, and yeah. and the fact that he's in a committed relationship publicly, of is probably course, the strongest yeah. it's ever been. Yeah, and yet this instance happened at the so time. Long. It was like Gucci is like. You know, in 2010, it was probably like Gucci stays in jail. He looks sloppy, not fit, uh, always, um, you know, in trouble. He was eating grits on the show. Did you watch that show? With, with well, hold, hold on now. You know, I love me some grits now. Hold, hold on now. <laughs> but he was on, on the lip service. Did you watch it? Did you actually watch it? Yeah. He was like eating grits on the podcast. So, so he was what? Like, I I'm would too. Saying. If I had grits right now, I would be eating. Point is that he was a different type of Gucci. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> However, so you're agreeing with Angela Yee when she was basically bringing Gucci down because he made into her feel the bad. mud, yeah. Basically saying, Look at him, what what I really want to be with him. I don't know, I'm not, I can't talk about what she thinks about him. Like, but, but here's the thing if that's your argument, that's the other side of your argument because they can't both be right. My argument, it's not even an argument because again. Flirting is subjective. I can't call him a liar because she could have been flirting, but I can't call her a liar because maybe she wasn't. Flirting is very subjective. It's not cut and dry until you get to the point where you say like, "Okay, yo." So that that's fair. That's completely fair. But would you say at this time of your experience, with these amount of years on Earth, which is probably comparable to Gucci right now, right? With the amount of experience that you've had, let's say tangible transactions in the you know, story of life, right? In terms of the dating realm and the sensual realm, right? You're telling me that at this age, you would confuse flirting. 
It's not confusing. It's a, that's a, but that's a, again, you said you're I said subjective. I didn't say it was confusing. Right. But you're saying so again. If Angelie didn't like, which is what you're saying, right? I'm not so saying that, that. Right. So, but that means that Gucci <laughs> felt that way. Gucci felt like based off the conversation. So uh, let me ask this. Subjective, because that's subjective, an interesting right? point. So if you're at work, because you're you're the work takedown king, <laughs> um, and you had a coworker, right. and let's say, let's just say she was black and Chinese, real right. pretty, right. soft voice, right, 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 panda, dressed panda, dressed panda, panda. really nice to right. work, and let's say she was very suggestive in how she spoke to you. She looked, right. you're her boss, and she flirted with you here and there, blah blah blah. Right, right. And you're taking it as like, okay, she likes me or whatever. Right. In an but, undeniable way. But then she gets caught. And then she says, oh, no, I don't, I would, what? He's my boss. Like, no, I would never say something like that. And how many women in show business have done this? I mean, Britney Spears did it with Fred Durst for crying out loud. I mean, come on. This is, again, it's Hollywood. Nothing new under the sun. They repeat the same the album over and over. The part that you don't, that you can't simulate in mm-hmm. your story is that they were on a podcast about sex. I think that who, cre- who created the podcast? Angela did. That's not the point. But <laughs> that, I think that the podcast about sex changes the narrative mm-hmm. and me, to me personally. And again, I'm not saying that she wasn't. But Angela maybe does maybe this she, on the Breath, Breakfast Club as well. One when, when she has certain guests. Not like that though. She never said her pussy was fucking deep on the Breakfast Club. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying it though. It's like. I, <laughs> <laughs> so when she gets when she gets freaky, when it comes to certain guests, especially when guests that are are known for that, and she asks certain questions, it's 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 just just cause. I don't think it's ever been as close as it is on lip service. I listen to lip service. I gotta do my research because I, I think yeah. there was a moment where she did do something. Do some research and get back to me. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna revisit this, but let let me go back with the um. The dressing part like that. So you, you got your take on it, which is fine, and I have my take. Right. So when it comes to your woman. Right. Right? Do you turn a turn turn the turn the uh do you get upset if would you get upset if she dresses a certain way? Would you tell her she has to change that? Would it be a conversation? Mm-hmm. Like how do you react or would you react if your woman dressed the way you're talking is not appropriate? Okay. Great question. Um, first, if she's my woman, she would know that uh, when it comes to dressing a certain way, if you choose to dress that, dress like that, I don't want to be around you because it gives off the bad impression. And I'm gonna tell you why because I look at it as this: if you're gonna be like my my girl and it's serious, and possibly be the mother of my children. Mm-hmm. You are an example to my children, right? So we have children together, and you want to dress like Cardi B, Cardi B, or Nicki Minaj, Lil Kim, or a Victoria's Secret model. Uh-huh. Shout out to Gilly King. <laughs> Shout um, out to Gilly. <laughs> Wait, he's with the Victoria's Secret model. No, no, no. Remember the example he he gave off of like when a woman tend to uh, dress a certain way on social media as if they were getting paid as if they were uh, Victoria's Secret Miles. That was hilarious, by the way. Which was a great, great comparison. Yes. But I look at it as that way. Like, if you are my girl and I take you seriously, 
potentially we may have children together. And if you dress that way and I have a daughter and she's three, four, five, six, seven, whatever, and she's looking at you because that's her role model because at the beginning of the day, you're one of the first people she looks up to. She's going to think that's okay. Who's a female, yes. Yes, who was also a female, which is her, also her superhero. And she's going to look at you like, okay, I could dress like this. I, I want no parts. If you want to do that, by all means, I'm not going to control you. You can do whatever you want. Just not with me because I don't want that. I don't want that imagery. I don't want to deal with it. I don't, I don't give off of that. You don't see me dressing in a provocative way. I dress... I, the way I dress, I dress with with confidence, and I also dress in a presentable manner that shows that I have respect for myself. If you want to dress that way, do it. But get from around me. Just don't be around <laughs> me. So this is a girl you're dating, right? So you're already let's say you're already with her. Mm-hmm. Is it like? So, so how do you how do you approach this conversation? Obviously, you're not you're not for it, right? Right. So, what do you say to her at this point? I mean, you say that you gonna dress the way it's over, it's like it's a wrap. Simple, it's simple. Like, listen, if this is how you want to dress, and it don't you, work for me. It's it's just not for me. And if if this is the type of example that you want to provide, by all means, do you? That's great. I just it's not for me. I just I don't. I don't rock with that. So it would be a deal breaker. Like a little... It would be an incredible deal breaker because it's just like, if you're going to do this with me, how are you going to be when I'm not around? So what? So it's hard because like we don't have like examples, but mm-hmm. like, is it like too much cleavage, high-rising skirts? Like, like how? Yoga pants. Yoga pants? Really? You got a problem with yoga pants? No, I'm just saying, oh. I'm asking if that's in the... Uh, I, I I don't know. It, it, it's just like, it's just like this. Me, I, I'm different. Like, don't get me wrong. That stuff is just like eye catching. That's what it is, right? Right. But it's just like when it comes to the style of dress, I'm more attracted to the woman that doesn't have to show as much, that commands the room with just her presence. I agree with all that. Her conversation, what she has to offer, what she can give to me to make me better. That's what I like. I don't need a woman to come in a room who has this. Low cut dress, low cut, uh, high rise, whatever, corset, and it's not gonna really, whatever the case is. That's what the Scarlet Witch over there. Yeah, but that's that's the thing though. Right, right, right. I know, it's I know a, what it thing. is. Um, I don't need somebody like that. It's just gonna cause more turmoil in my in my life because you choose to dress this way, and then you get all these mixed reactions. I don't. I don't want to deal with it. And then it's just another thing. It's just a matter of self respect. Is you the reason why you're doing this? Because it's a part of seduction. That's the why. That's the why. A lot of people may disagree and say like, "Oh, you know, I'm just doing this because of whatever." But at the end of the day, there's an element of seduction to it. That's the reason. All the greats, when it comes to the the major seducers of what we look as iconic people mm-hmm. in our past, just to name some, like Madonna. Rihanna, Marilyn Monroe, Marilyn Monroe, Cleopatra, like all those things are used to get attention. So, out of curiosity, did you read Robert Greene's Art of Seduction? Okay, yes, I did. You know, just make sure. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did, I, did you I, read that? No, I haven't read that. 
which is a book about seduction and the, the oh, it's a different seducers okay. in the past and they they there's there's oh, subjects okay, yeah, that yeah. describe I like how Marilyn how Marilyn Monroe became yeah. who she was how oh, Cleopatra yeah. used yeah. Uh, Don Juan yeah. and other yeah. other just men and women and, I know most of that stuff and this, if you look at the history of where it comes from then it makes sense alright hold on hold on we're gonna go we're gonna uh-huh. rub a rabbit hole here so um so there's no really um I guess it's nothing like set in stone, it's more like uh-huh. what she may be wearing that day to find trying to catch your attention like you're the same really for me. So right. like would you look like tell her, like you you need to change that type of deal? It depends. Well it's not it's it's like this. If we just met and this is how you're you dress or whatever, but you're cool in my eyes and we have conversations, I, it's not gonna be something off the jump, I'm gonna tell you. But if this is something where you continuously want to do, then it's just not going to work for the future me in that sense. And I I just, I don't want to be a part of it. And I don't want to make you do something you don't want to do. Because that's what, I don't like that. Right, 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 right. So I don't, if you, if you make the choice of doing that, then by all means you can do it. It's just not going to be with me. So you, so do you give her a chance to say, okay, well, I, I, I can wear different clothes because I want to be with you. Right. Okay. I'll give her a chance. To do what she wants, but at the end of the day, as we get older, I'm I'm not dealing with that. Gotcha. It's just my personal choice. There's plenty of men who would, who who want that. Right, right, right. To right. them, it's just I don't. I don't know where I'm going here, but he has to go B. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I've known Josh now long enough, done enough shows for him to kind of know where he's gonna go with this, but um. So I gotta frame my questions correctly. Please do. Please come correctly, me. <laughs> so you're past the beginning stages. You're actually dating this girl, right? And she's already been wearing provocative clothes. Right. So I'm okay. wearing provocative clothes. Which is the reason why I like her. Okay. Right. So, so there's no red flags in this. You're already past all this part, right? That's part of the attraction, yes. Right. So are you so 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 are you a person that would tell her something's too provocative? Tell her she needs to change her clothes, or are you like John, where it's like I'm just not dealing with it at all, and you know? Well, I have to be incredibly honest here. So I was fortunate enough to date a model, right? So actually came to a new you and met Jazz. I know he talks about it. Which is pretty dope. She's from London, Annalise Days. So Google her. That would actually help her out a lot, which is dope. Um, so yeah, there's different rules when you're dating people of exceptional beauty, both from <laughs> as John Google's her, both from men and women, right? Right. So. An example is an actress and or a model, right? D-A-Z-E or D-A? D-A-E-S. Oh. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm not listening. All right. I'm listening too. I'm just trying to All right. It. So, again, they're going to have to do things with other incredibly attractive people. So, if that trust isn't there, it's never going to work. Okay. That's number one. Number two... If you're going to date someone of exceptional beauty, it would be the height of hypocrisy to get upset for other people finding her exceptionally attractive and giving her that much of attention. Especially if she was wearing those things that got your attention as well, in addition to her appearance. I mean, that's usually when she'll realize that you're insecure and then she'll actually leave you. 
Huh, we actually agree on this. Right. Actually, 100%. I think that you met them, you were dating them, and they were picking them up or whatever, meeting them, and they were wearing these certain outfits which attracted you. And it would be the hypocrisy. You're, you're correct about that. Of course. At some point, say, these outfits, which I love seeing you in, because now I'm your man, nah, it's over for that. Right. But if, again, if what John is saying, so if you're a girl who isn't like that, and then all of a sudden you start, Usually that's what girls do when they start beginning to cheat. But here's a I'm gonna throw a, a curveball, a curveball, a wrench in there. What if you met her in the winter, and she was just a girl who just is she she naturally bundles up in the winter. I wouldn't stop her. I, wouldn't I, I was about to say, have you seen girls dressed in the winter, especially at nightclubs? Listen, man, go with my curveball. Especially curve in ball. Toronto, go with my yeah. curveball because I know girls who are I don't know for they, show. Huh? They do it for sure. No, who are who are maybe I don't know low iron or whatever. But <laughs> what does but, that mean? But they're very covered up the entire winter. What you don't is, see nothing. Yeah, but what is and and they are who? Huh? What's that? I'm saying they don't wear. How like, you spell her first name? A N N A L I E S E days D A Y E S. She's a Londoner. D A Y E S. Hilarious. Yeah, job. That's that's actually another girl I get asked about a lot. Obviously, the girl Tivia from Toronto, I get asked about her all the time. John asked me about her all the time. Well, oh, that's the one in the, the musical, the video, right? A day with Josh. Yes. Yeah. D a e s e. Last name what? Days. D a e s. British, isn't it? Been living like a queen all damn day. Should I D a y e s? It is D a. This is her, right? Yep. Yeah. D a y e s. Yeah. You said D eight. Yeah, he said D eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said why? No, the no. second time, the first time he didn't. Fair enough. <laughs> That's crazy. That happened. Shots actually, fired. <laughs> according to Jazz, she's the reason why you're Jaded Josh. Actually, but that might not be. Oh, well, actually, no, that not at all. But she uh, was actually part of the uh, part of the puzzle, which is amazing. Okay, yeah. I'll just let you know what I was told. But um. I'll go through this later on. But nevertheless, um, so I do know girls who are very, very covered in the winter, and they literally say, like, come summertime, you know, I'm going to be a little different or whatever how I dress. So say, if you met, so say if you met her in November and you dated her throughout the winter and then came Memorial Day, she came out to the cookout, and you're like, what are you wearing? You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. I mean, again, again, girls of exceptional beauty – are going to wear those type of things. It kind of goes with the expectation. That's part of the fantasy of them to wear things that'll be like, damn, who the fuck is that? Right. So I get. So, so you're more on my page. How about you, John? What? How she? Uh... So say if she didn't dress that way throughout the entire winter, uh-huh. but you dated her from November to May. Uh-huh. Now it's May Memorial Day, and she come out to the to the barbecue. She got on this dress, but she's showing this, that, and the third. <laughs> See. I think I'm different because I can see that from the even if she chooses to wear cover up in the winter, I notice those particular hues in her patterns and how she dresses. Okay, I'm, I'm just different. I, I I actively pay attention. I'm very attentive. Okay, to my surroundings and how like people are and like when it comes to looks, like I'm into that stuff. So I'm gonna know. So it's not gonna be a curveball to me. I'm not gonna be like, oh, you were wearing sweats last week. Why you got? <laughs> why you got this on now? So like, you're gonna foresee it. It's how she may dress when it gets a little warmer outside. Yeah, I, I'll know. And plus, majority of women who dress like that, the, doesn't matter of what 
the weather is. If there's an event going on, especially or in or or if it's New Year's, especially New Year's, especially in New York, especially in New York, especially Philly, Philly, any major city, Boston, yes, any but major there city. There are women who just like look. London. I don't like being cold. I don't care. Right, but when those events come up where they know they're going to be seen, and it's like an event for you where you where but you. But say people who don't do events. I, I, I mean, I, going to a club is an event. Yeah, I know. But you would know either way you're saying. I, I would know. I, I honestly would know just because I just know the patterns. Don't get me wrong. There is some where I, I would agree to an extent to what you're saying where there's some women who may dress for a special occasion. They may never, ever do it. Right. But that for this particular occasion where a girl's hyped her up or whatever, she may throw this on right. or here and at, ran, at random or as they would say, I do it when I can or whatever. Right. But the women who actually are who are true to this they will do it at any given point. It could be negative <laughs> 16 degrees outside. Like, all you got to do is just pull, pull up a video of just women in different countries, or even in, in New York or Boston. Well, I, mean, I, I agree with you. Again, nothing's club ever, openings, Drake, again, Drake nothing, being at an event. Again, nothing's ever all, right? So I, I've dated women who uh, literally in the wintertime you would think were freaking like uh, Eskimos. Like, they right. cover up the entire, from November to June, which right. makes sense. All right. And they don't really do clubs. They don't go out. First place they go is to a restaurant or a movie. Right? I agree. In regular life. Right. So you're never going to see them dress in any of that way. So they're in hibernation mode. Okay. Right. Right. Hibernation mode. Right. So if I dated them throughout the winter, it would be hard for me to kind of pick up on what, how they might dress in the summer. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. So when it happened, I got a choice at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, except it's how she dresses in the summer. Or be like, I'm out. But if I'm a date for six, seven months already, I'm not gonna really peace out because of the dress she had on. Hold up, there was no, you know, alluding to any of that type of dress at all. No, Miguel. No, not, not at all. I don't I think mean, you're being as she attentive may, as she John may had. have mentioned. I dress crazy in the summer. You know what? Uh, I take back something. I think what I'm saying is an element of. Stages in life. Okay. Like, if we're young, 20s, 30s, maybe early 40s. Okay. I'll be more receptive to something like that, but just because you want to feel what you are, in a sense, what okay. you exude. But I feel like as you get older and as you develop in your career, if we have children, as we as we make memories and all that other stuff, I think there's a, there's a balance in that, in that okay. respect. And once again, this is just me. But if I feel, I feel like there's a difference of like when you're in your 20s and your 30s and you wear Pacific outfits where you're in your 40s, 50s, 60s, where you don't see somebody throwing, uh, I don't know, like a slip on or a high slit dress. Which is very interesting, John. Thank you for bringing that up because if a woman dresses like that very provocatively, then it's very obvious that she's doing it for attention. Right. But if other younger girls do it, oh, she's just being, you know. Her age. Exactly. She's right. uh, being confident about herself. Right. All these, all these other things. Embracing her curves, embracing her body. Which would be ageism, which is interesting. First of all, I don't know how you messed this up, Josh, but that's another topic. Um, secondly, <laughs> um... 
You know I don't agree with that detention thing. We already had that conversation, though. Um, but I definitely could see your point on the whole ageism thing. Um, I just think that... Um, because I never answered the question. If it was my girl, uh, so to speak, I think there is a line. Got to be a line, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, to where, like, okay, now it's a little, you know, t- too much at this point. What would be too much for you, then? Like Lil Kim when she had the the titty of out. Of course, that's way too much. You want to titties out? Fuck. <laughs> like no, hell no. Like, what be happy? Well, what's that? the difference between that and cleavage? To be honest, the, huge, the nipples changes everything. But her nipples weren't out. They were. It was a pasty, bro. Her nipples were out. That's essentially you, you what. You definitely like still see or, it. That's what the one. What about the, Jake, is, the Jennifer Lopez dress with the low cut, the low cut V, the green with dress the or Diddy Scotch tape? That's not bad, actually. I'll go with that. See, how you do it? See, selective morality <laughs> there, Mike. That's not. I just told you. Not, it's, it's, the it's baby cool. maker's you're, you're almost out. The goalposts, Mike. The baby maker's I did, almost I said, out. I, mean, I, said, I kept the same way each time. Foul on the place. The nipple changes everything. There bro. was no nipples. The only time there was a nipple was Janet Jackson. Every every other thing, there was no nipple. Bro, you can't walk around with titties out. I'm just putting it like that or whatever. So I mean, there's got to be a okay. You know what I tell you? It was funny. I got this uh, thing I say to 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 women who do cross my line, so to speak, or okay. a line, and I say, you know, if they come to me with this outfit and say, I just went to the store to get this, and this is my woman, my girl, I'm dating or whatever, right. I'm gonna tell her, oh, you must have got that from the single section of the store. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. So again, what would be again? What's past your line? You didn't answer the question. <laughs> It's, What's again, your I'm line? not a fucking female uh, uh, stylist. Like, it's hard for me to give you the line. Yeah, but, but if it's like. If your line is your line, it should be very specific. <laughs> it should be easy to mention. I mean, uh, I, I, think, I think John said it too as well. It's hard to know until you actually see the outfit on him. It really is, Josh. I can't just say, all right, this and that. It's hard to know. But Let if I do. Fashion over real quick. <laughs> He actually got his favorite on his phone, by the way. <laughs> but, but I, I don't. But I'm gonna look it up though. Wait, there's not an app yet. There's a there's an app for it, right? No, they got a, they got a page on Instagram, right? They do have an IG page. Um, Gosh, but I will say, I, I, I have to tell women, you must have got that from the single section of the store. When you go shop in the relationship section, then come back to me. Okay. I have said it. Before. Yeah, but what was she wearing? So, would this be okay for your girl to wear? Like, let's say you're going to a cookout with your people. How about your girl? How about you answer the question? I, you know my answer. Oh. <laughs> Mike, you're not answering the question. But man. answer the question. Like, let's say your mom had a cookout with your family, and she wanted to wear that. No, not that. No, that's a little too much. But what he, happened? Even if she looked like that and that, you don't want her to wear that? Where, where he, he added to it. He said to cook out at my mom's. Again, that, I'm But I thought it didn't question. matter. Huh? High-waisted pants, cleavage out, belly button. I thought it didn't matter, though. She could wear what she wore. She can't wear no. We talked about the White House earlier. Did we talk about that? <laughs> did we talk about I that? It didn't matter though. Did we talk about that? I thought we did, but I thought it didn't okay. matter. What did I, I say? Where she was, right? What did I say? You always have a choice. However, the so, choice comes repercussions. Why she made the choice of like, I want to wear this. You ain't gonna tell me and because you- the repercussions affects me. This is my mother. She's going to be like, why are you bringing that whole ass girl to my house? <laughs> I thought it didn't matter, though. She can wear she was. <laughs> Not three because it affect me. What do you mean? But that's what I was saying. No, you weren't. I said respect. <laughs> I said you can wear what you want, but it just it's just a matter of respect and what you exude. 
I and think what you, there what has you're presenting. to be a line. Like you can't walk out of here. All right, Josh, you can't walk out of here with um, um, <laughs> a, a, a super duper miniskirt. I see half your ass walking down the street. That's too much. Right. So again, where is the you guys line? go? That's the line right there. Y'all go on a family vacation. That's an outfit. Okay, bro. Yeah. that is the outfit. Let's be cool like this. Yeah. Thank you, Josh. <laughs> 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 the picture is just an ass, basically the dog toy. There's right? bikinis like that though. <laughs> but anyway, there is bikinis like that though. Go to. I'm, I'm but your girl ain't wearing it though. <laughs> She's not. <laughs> anyway, I just want to prove this point real quick. Man. I just know. I, I do believe there's a single section in the store and a relationship section in the store. Depends on who you're dating. Depends on who you're dating. For me, uh, there's definitely one. So. I'm gonna put that whole dresses slim thug thing to bed with that one. Um, I believe we got time for one more topic, um, at least. So, keeping it on the um, the dating subject where we kind of been at this whole time, and um, John had brought up a topic which we want to do right now today, and it's uh, social media. Having an effect on your relationship, right? And how does that affect you? And the, he he made a, a question to saying like uh, relationship goals right. or seeing what others post put like unrealistic or false expectations on your relationship, right? And what are your thoughts on that, John? Um, well, this is my thing. Uh, I I really I believe. When people put like relationship goals, um, they um, like like pictures of like going out to the beach. Oh, I just got sent flowers, love of my life, and all these you know all these stuff. Or and but then but this is this is where I feel like this falls into a fantasy because you fall into this idea or pattern of where like this is what. It, this is, and this is going to be forever. And I'm going to make you all, everyone else that doesn't have this feel bad. But then when something goes wrong, or if there's a breakup, or there's whatever the case may be, everything is gone. You delete it. And then somebody else comes up. And then it's like a rapid thing. Like every few months, or maybe year, every couple of years, it changes. So whatever happened to that goal that love, that passion, that idea, why is it deleted? Why did you present that to the world to make other people feel bad? Because every, apparently what you have, you got going on is so great. And then when something negative happens, it's just like, it disappears. Because if you honestly feel that way, why does it, why, why should it disappear? Why can't, why can't it stay? And then Another thing is like uh, when you go through uh, a particular situation or if you're going through some sort of setback and then you have these quotes mm -hmm. that you post that automatically identify for whatever whatever thing that you believe it, go, it just so happened coincides with what you have to, what you're going through the, through that particular day, right? And then you post it and you do this and then other people are like, are you okay? Like, yeah, I'm fine. But then you're posting all these things that say the opposite and you do it on a consistent basis and like just to get to the point of like social media 
I honestly think if it's real or if it's something that you're trying to build, don't post it. I honestly feel like what you should post if you choose to do it is your wife. Where if you believe in marriage and this is something that where marriage is is considered something that's permanent, share that because it's not going away. If you going out with somebody for a week or two or two or a couple months and you're posting like a hundred pictures of them, all these quotes, these videos, these cute things, and, and everybody's like, oh, this is great and all that. And then something happens. It just shuts down, it disappears, and it's just like, oh, whatever happened to such and such? And you're like, who? And then it's just like, it's a game. It's like you can't even take it seriously. It's a joke. It's literally a joke, but no one ever talks about that because it's it's a it's a sensitive subject, I guess. But it's just like, why do all that? And then something goes wrong, you delete it, and it's like it's never happened. What's the point? So I, I just think it's just when it comes to social media, and social media is a fabrication to how most people live, and social media is a lie. It's just like, why? I mean, and I'm just, I'm going to have a take um at the moment but you don't think that the person in the first whatever you talked about three months six mm-hmm. months whatever um that the post in the flowers that they got from their boyfriend uh-huh. or um posting you know something else that he may did for or or whatever or outing that they're at you know, they're doing it because they're still excited about the new relationship or the fresh relationship i agree with that but is it real but their excitement is real, yeah. No, I mean, like, is the relationship real if it breaks? Yes, it was real at the moment that I posted this, this post. Okay. My Like, my feeling that particular... I'm just... Mm-hmm. So my feeling at that moment was very real. Right. What I felt three months from now after the dude or chick played me mm-hmm. is very real as well. So why... So if there was a hiccup in regards to what happened, right? Mm-hmm. And you love this person. Why not build from it? Why not? Why not for? Why not forgive them and 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 move past it? So you're saying basically just keeping a social media. Mm-hmm. Why take down the posts mm-hmm. that you were posted three months ago because something happened? Because they were later. the love of your life. So you're game saying, changer. <laughs> so you're saying to Bang. you. The posts were only to get attention. Okay, yeah. that's fair. What do you think, Josh? I mean, to be fair, I've been on both sides of the coin. Right. So obviously now, you know, I don't think it's that big of a deal. But back then, I was very emotional about it. So I, you know, I would react as mm-hmm. opposed to thinking it through. So, you, you know, now I really don't see a problem with, you know, posting something and then it ending. I leave it up there. The stuff I have on there now, obviously I ain't with them now. I'm single, so but it's still up there. So, do you agree with his take that, um, why do it? Or I guess um, that it was possibly just for like when you posted yours, was it for attention from the other social media followers, or because you felt the way about the person you posted about? Oh, definitely about the person. And that doing that that makes sense. 
you post somebody that you genuinely care, but then let's say you guys grew out of whatever, but you still care about the person. It's not right. like you forgot about them. I mean, especially for me, someone who consciously enjoys being single, to post essentially a status claimer that I'm with another person that I'm off the market. Like, I really have to like you a lot. So because he didn't take it down, it was more genuine to you. Because that is genuine. Because it's not, okay. you're not, you're not taking away what you did. Where most people will be like, who was that person? I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, because girls would be like, you know, oh, I don't like him anymore. Oh, he was ugly, this and that. But I'm, I'm not going to do that because I'm, again, mature. So I thought you were incredibly attractive. I'm always going to feel that way. I thought you were a great person. I feel that way. It just didn't work out. But it doesn't mean I'm taking away anything that I said about you. I mean, it makes sense. I'm, I'm personally Captain Privacy, so I don't even have a Facebook. I only well, got Instagram. Well, that's because you're treading softly. <laughs> I only got Instagram when I created that a year ago. And I only created it because I wanted to get it a girl. It was actually a very reason why I created it. And my Snapchat years ago before that. So I've never posted anyone, you know, at all. And yeah. yet. And I mean, I, people have posted things I've did for them in their stories, but without actually, you know, saying it was me. Right. So. Um, and, and, and me, because, you know, I had the MySpace like you had right back in the day. MySpace got me in so much trouble. Mm-hmm. I did post. The social media can be a lot of trouble. Yeah. The girl I was with right yeah. back in the MySpace days. Right. That was a good mic story time. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> the girl I was with back in the MySpace days, right. I had posted her. She was my girl. So. My ex-girl, and this is years ago, right? So my ex-girlfriend, who was also, I guess, able to access my page. I don't remember all the rules of my space, but access my page and access the girl I was with page. She still wanted me to be with me. So she started posting pictures, all the pictures of us and our relationship together on her page and sending it to the girl I was with, like to her page. She could see, you know, I saw all these pictures of him, blah, blah, blah. And that pissed her off. Then I had another girl who really, really wanted to date me. She had contacted the girl who I was dating through the MySpace social media. Mm-hmm. And literally was like, just to let you know, like, your time is almost up. I'm going to take him from you. Like, Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, dead serious. Right? So me and the girl, like, we were cool. But I, I was with the girl I was with. So when she did that, the girl I was with, she smashed, went crazy. Like, you fucking her? Like, what's going on between y'all? I'm like, no. She's like, well, why is she saying this to me? I'm like, because she just want me, but I want to be with you. So me being young and not thinking straight, I called a girl up. I'm like, yo, can you stop hitting my girl up? And that night we were supposed to go out to the movie. It was like an anniversary. I don't know what the hell it was. But anyway, I was just like, yo, you messing up my night. We're about to go out to eat. Supposed to catch this movie later on, the Sanad, and we all tell it to you, blah, blah, blah. She hit my girl up again and said, Oh, I heard I'm messing up your night. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And I said, I guess you're going to be seeing that movie or something like that. She said to her. So now my girl's even more mad at me. Like, why you told her all of our business? Blah, 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 this and that. So I like couldn't win at this point. Mm. Snitches get stitches, Mike. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, she, so my girl now, she really think I am fucking her because the girl know all of our business or right. at least our nighttime business. She come to my house. She spazzed with me. I had bought her like a 
a promise ring. Cause when I was like young, like twenty or something like that, mm-hmm. she take the ring, she throw it at me, all this type of stuff. It was just crazy. Okay, <laughs> uh, okay, Usher. Right, <laughs> right, crazy, crazy, crazy night. Uh, and she had somebody bring her to my uh to my house. She hop in the backseat of the car. She whip off or whatever this and that. So then the girl, um, still had like text me. Like, I'm sure she done with you, but now all I did, so can we try to be together? I'm like, no, bitch, you done messed up my whole night, you done got this to happen to me? Hell no, or whatever, on my phone. So, anyway, um, so that situation caused me not to get Facebook when it came out, or Instagram, and caused me to become as private as I am and not post people, right? That one situation back when MySpace was on. Right, so cause I thought it was just too much um, access. So you have a lot to learn, my young apprentice. Right. So I never actually had uh, posted anyone or had that mm-hmm. happen to me since fifteen, whatever years ago that was. Well, probably not fifteen, but whatever it was. So, with that being said, with social media, you guys have, um, if you're dating someone and they post certain pictures, mm-hmm. do the amount of likes or comments that they get, does that bother you? No. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. Do they ever tell you when somebody hops in their DMs or something like that? No. Would they? Or would you get upset Can about I get that? get upset about that? Yeah. No. Okay. Have you, so you have never seen one comment, you were like, yo, this is crazy, like, I can't really say that, or nothing like that? I've seen comments, yeah. Okay, like, but... Um, like I'll give you an example. Um, okay, there was a girl that I kind of regret doing all this, but I made her my girlfriend really quick, but she was bad. <laughs> I showed you her. I showed you. Yeah, her how actress. bad are we talking about? Right. Man. I want to see this. I mean, this I showed like you mine. Where yours at, Elise. bro? Right. Come on, that. Um, but she she was really pretty, and um, we were dating, and uh, she was an AKA. Oh, okay, my and, mom's okay. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> and um, for New Year's, um, I took her to New York. You know, I brought her into a circle that was different, and um, we went to a really, really nice party. Um, like they were giving bottles of champagne. Like this, this was like a legit loft party, and um, she comes. You know, she she's cute, or whatever, and she came to kill. Oh, and um, dressed to kill. She had an outfit. Then I had some guys there that definitely made more money than I did. And someone tried to come at her, you know, like, oh, like I could change your life. Why are you with him? Blah, blah, blah. And damn, savage. Yeah. And did I get angry at that? No, because at the end of the day, like, I understand, like, we're men. Yeah. She's bad, right. and what she wore <laughs> was great, and and what they said made them look worse. It made you look much better. Oh yeah, because that's exactly. And she was yeah. she was a real one too, you know, because she had a, a real past, but she just happened to be real pretty. And she came and was like, "Yo, did you, did you believe what this cornball just said to me, trying to say he's gonna steal me from you?" Like, babe, that's crazy, and like little stuff like that like people hearing in the comments or whatever, that doesn't really like bother me because at the end of the day if that's what you choose to do by all means do your thing but at the end of the day I'm not gonna get mad at you I'm not gonna hound you 
or tell you to do whatever just because somebody is going off of what they see and they like. Because at the end of the day, I probably would do the same thing. Maybe not as aggressive as some people would, but if I see somebody that looks good or whatever, I might leave a comment or whatever, but I'm not going to get mad because that's just me. So to answer your question, if somebody like did that, came with my girl or whatever, I'm not getting mad. Yeah, it was just about social media, but I definitely mm-hmm. understand that. Um, you, of course, probably dating a public figure and a model. Probably stayed in her comments or DMs. So did it bother you? Or would it bother you today? I mean, at the time, possibly. But now, now that I've dated multiple models and, ooh, hello, actresses, some of which who were in, um, what's it called? Love and Basketball. So sister, right? Yeah. Yeah. Very nice, sir. Very nice. But uh but yeah, so it's one of those things where I'll be completely honest, in recent years, as soon as you bag not her too. Oh, okay. <laughs> John's passing around uh <laughs> pictures of an ex girlfriend apparently. <laughs> Anecdotal experience right now. <laughs> right. Jazz met everybody. Jazz well any her. anyone worth meeting. <laughs> Yeah. So you like I told uh, Josh, how you mess this up, bro? Like, what's going on? What, what you do you mean, mess it up? Ain't nobody messing nothing up. <laughs> <laughs> I got out of Dodge right in the nick of time. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> so again, that's one of those other things. So for me personally, once you bag the girl, I rarely look at her Instagram at all or anything, any social media. At that exactly. Point. Cause, because because I don't care anymore. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> She's mine. <laughs> Okay. Um, I personally kind of got a rule, personally, you know, where like, and it's like an unwritten rule, but it's like a soft rule where like I don't really follow each other. You know, the last girl I did, um, one of the girls I dated in the, within the last year, we I I did have Instagram going by the time, and she had stuff, and we had both had Snapchat, but I didn't follow her because, like, I know dudes. She was she was bad too, very bad. She was like. I'll show you a picture and whatnot. But I know dudes um, was going to be up in her DMs, comments, likes, or whatever. I know she might post uh, a Snapchat video, dancing with her friends or something like that or whatever. And I ain't want to really, like, I'm type like, I don't want to really have to think about it at all. It doesn't really, I won't say it bothers me because I still know what's happening. But I also don't want to throw it in my face, I guess. So... Adding on to our original point earlier, now if we're talking about girls of exceptional beauty, would you not say that they specifically go out of their way to get attention? Of exceptional beauty, you know, I, I think it's opposite because I think they they want to get attention regardless because they know they're beautiful. I think I think they know they're going to get attention. Such beauty. I think that they kind of. Um, Consciously make a decision. No, I wasn't going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) But I do think that girls who are bad know they're bad. They know the attention's coming, regardless of what they wear. Josh. Well, I'm of the opinion that girls who are bad are incredibly insecure, usually. Yeah. Yeah. Massively. I I think, see, now I'm opposite. I I think they try to portray insecurities, but deep down, they know they're bad. I got some examples for you. Um, Good tell. 
I'll give you an example. This is my girl. This is my, one of my best friend's girls. Um, and I didn't even recognize her when I saw the picture of her. Um, she wasn't as, as attractive as she is now when she was younger. But, you know, that's just due to circumstances like your upbringing, mm -hmm. financial situation. You know, trying to figure out how you dress and all that. Or, you know, just an ugly duckling. Came right, basically. Salon, right? Well, basically. That and, and money. Because yeah. with money, access, all that. And surgery. And oh, yeah. Oh, okay. And any uh, specific location? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the logistics. Like she wasn't my girl. I just knew her because she was around. I mean, even visually, you couldn't tell. No, not really. Not, no, with her, no. Whoever she did it with was great. <laughs> and like now, you see her. You know, she's taking pictures. She's invited to events. She's on like uh, the Explorer page, um, a whole bunch of followers, drop there, gorgeous, right? But anyone that's real, that's like a real conversation where we can like see through past that, you can see she still has those tendencies of where that self-esteem is not as high. Like the looks give her it because she doesn't have to say much, but if you like break her down, you can see those inconsistencies in regards to how she portrays herself. And I I see that, at least like it's my opinion, a lot of women that are very pretty have crazy amount of insecurities. And how much attention do they need? Exactly. And I'm I'm the type of person I'm not the gonna attention part I agree with hundred percent. But that's right. that's again, if you're doing actions to get attention You have insecurities. That, I think they do have insecurity, but I also think they know. It's, 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 like, it's a, like they know. Yeah, it's, it's like they know both, it. Yeah, because I, I, I even get. A, I had a girl I dated. Um, she went to a school in Philly, and she was mixed, black and white, very pretty from California. But when, as she was growing up, she was in a neighborhood where, um, it was mostly white, and they were very prejudiced in regards to her look. So there was not many people of color who. Or may not many people who were into that, so they made her feel like she was ugly. And then as she got older, um, started finding herself, she became gorgeous. And then when she came to Philly, dudes are lining up trying to get her attention. And then I remember as we were as we were talking, went to a party, we were drinking. She got drunk. She broke all this down to me, like, "Oh, this, that, and the third, blah, 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 telling me this." And I'm in my head. I'm like, at this time, I, I didn't really understand it because I'm young. But through experiences, I'm like, what? You thought you think you're what? And you have to do this for what? And you have to you drink. This is the way, this is the reason why you drink just because of this. I'm like, you're gorgeous. <laughs> I'm like, you should have gained to my school. <laughs> and like, I didn't understand it. But then, if you if you add everything together, and then depending on where you're from. And, the, and what you experience, that which depending on how much of your life that encompasses in that and that's that to that extent, that can shape who you are as you grow up into a woman. Mm. And regardless of how bad or pretty or beautiful you are, those things don't go away. That's true. Um, I agree with that. Back to the social media, though, for 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 a quick stint. So. Just to kind of get your your, your 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 final thoughts on it. So, I, I think you were saying that, like, the little uh, 
trinkets or gifts or something like that, you feel like there's no need to post all the ones you get, right? But do you actually post the girl you're dating as no. far as like, okay, no. Do you feel like she has to post you? No. And what about just your statuses? You don't do that either? No. Now, why don't you do that? This is my thing. Every every woman is different. Like I I I think I've done this maybe once or twice, and I get a lot of mixed reactions. Right. Um. My thing is this: like, if I feel like we're um, this is like another topic. I feel like we're gonna probably talk about mm-hmm. in the future. But honestly, I feel like new topic sense, alert. Like it's in the in a sense of like you defender. In public, yes, but corrector in privacy. Next podcast, and I feel like some woman that you may date, um, you may feel like there's a connection with that particular person, Mm -hmm. and you see a lot of potential in them. But there's a lot of things that you know that you guys have to work on together to help build each other and help make each other grow to an to an extent. And if you, I feel like if you, this is me. If you showcase certain things and depending on each person's weakness and, sh- and strengths, I feel like if other people point at it, it just makes things even worse. And it just creates a lot of a lot of unwanted dialogue, a lot of arguments, a lot of things that are not perfect where may other people may come at you. Like, for instance, like you may go with somebody and people are very superficial. Like, oh, this person doesn't look as good. Or they don't have that look, or they don't they don't look like the tip the type of person you would be with, or why are you with this person? And if somebody's not strong enough, it weighs on them, right? And it just brings up all this unwanted energy. And if you don't have the the the, the particular strength oh, to carry it over, okay. it just it's just a lot. To, it's more things you have to deal with, right? So you're saying okay, so you're saying if if you post her, I, or, I'm confident or, in what we have, right? But you're saying if you post her, yeah, you're opening her up to be. For subjectivity, right? For people to comment her, right? And, and and of course, you may think it's all positive, but someone may be negative just to be mean, not even because they really feel that way, right? And you don't want to put your her in that in that predicament. Exactly, that makes a lot of sense. Actually, what what do, what do you think about that? That's that's true. And I mean, when I was younger, I would care more about that. Like, okay, let's you know put it on social media because that was the cool thing to do at that time. But once you see how people respond, like how you said being just mean or rude or you know trying to you know hate well yeah they're essentially throwing a grenade in your relationship and leaving right because then she could say something like you said like say something mean to get out her confidence now she's feeling insecure like damn do they really think that about me because depending on who you are it might feel like they're the first lady in your world yeah right and you're going to take a lot of shrapnel from that so this is why I also date very cautiously because not all girls can handle that, which is another reason why I probably don't go as public because they're not ready for that. Yeah, I agree with all that. Even when I see it with uh, certain um, uh, people uh, who are in the limelight, like like uh, I believe like like the Chance the Rapper's wife, right? Like, <laughs> oh my God! All right, wait. P. You ever you ever seen his wife? She died. No. no, 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 no. I'm just when I say R.I.P., I mean like they ridicule. She's not. She's not. She's not presentable. She's presentable. She's well, not beautiful. She's she not. Like, she has a she very. Like, she has she a like very tiny? strong look. 
Huh? Is she like tiny? No, no. no. But she has a <laughs> but she has a very like strong look. Look it up. No, look it up. Look it up. She just look. has a very strong but look. But social media has killed her for right. years. Kirsten Corley? Yeah. Then when he wound up, it kind of slowed down because he married, had a baby with her, so I guess mm-hmm. it felt like she ain't going nowhere. Right. But. And he always brings her up. Right. But for a while. Oh, my gosh. Right. <laughs> it, I, I've seen it, it several it, times. It, it just, it, it, yeah. it, it's different. Right. So when I see that, I'm like, yo. Because the fact that, like, they're, 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 they're saying things like, why would you be with her right. or. I'm like, he loves her. It's as simple as that to me. Like, you don't need all the explanations. And then with you with that status, you're going to think that he needs somebody better. Right. So it's just like it brings all this unwanted energy that you have to deal with at home. Right. So you don't want nobody saying, well, John, like, you could do better than that or something Exactly. Like that. Right. I've I got seen you. it, and it just brings a whole bunch of nonsense that you, especially if it's like the beginning or you, you guys still working through certain patches, it, 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 it creates a lot of stress. I don't want that. All I'm going to say is I really hope she signed a prenup. As we're in the law office, yes. With that being said, um, we're going to wrap this up. It's been another episode of A New You Radio. Um, a great episode, I think. We got some other topics we didn't have a chance to get to because the conversation is so good. want to thank all of our listeners uh, once again, you'll hear another, uh, got another um, mental theater podcast coming soon for Banks, for Josh, Big Mike, and that's it. Mm-hmm.